0: Good evening. Continuing our discussion of Raghunuga Bhakti as explained by Sri Rūpa Goswami Prabhupāda in Bhaktira Samarita Sindhu. Tonight we come to the next section, Tatra Kāma Nuga, Kāma Nuga Kama Trishnakāma Bhupānulāmini. Rūpa Goswami is now going to describe Kāma Kāma Nuga bhakti. So he's described the Kamatmikas, the Ragatmikas, in two divisions of that, Kamarup and Samandarup, and, and um, explained that following them is what constitutes Kamanuga and Samananuga Bhakti. And he's given references for this type of worship from the Bhagavatam, and um, he's described the basic practices. Of Rāvanuga Bhakti, that relatives are relatives of both Samanda Rupa or Samanda Nuga and Kamanuga Bhakti, and so now he's going to describe Kamanuga Bhakti in about six verses. Then he'll describe Samanda Nuga Bhakti, and that will be the end of the discussion. So he says now the elements of Kamanuga will be described. Kamanuga Bhavet Trishna, Kama, Rupa he says, "This Kamanuga constitutes a a thirst for a thirst, a desire, a, a, an intense longing for following the Kamarupa devotees. We know this already from the discussion, but he makes an important point here that uh, well, he, he uses the word here kama anugamini Anugamini means anuga, to follow. Hmm? Those who exhibit in the Brajlila the, the love of Kama-rupa, the gopis love for Krishna. And um, so to have, it, to have an intense thirst and desire for that... Um, and to pursue it is what constitutes this Kama Gavati. But the word Anugamini is significant uh, in that Mishvana uh, Chagavati Thakur in his commentary has taken yet another opportunity on the basis of, of this uh, word to um, a weigh in on an ancient, as I described it, misconception about Raganuga Bhakti in general. Hmm. And so what does he do? He says that Anugamani means to follow and that is different than anusarini, basically. Anusar means to fo- imitate and anuga means to follow. So there's a difference between following and imitating. And so we're to follow them doesn't mean, he says to do everything that, that they do, but to follow the sentiments that they have, to pursue the sentiments that they have. In our present sadhaka rupa, practitioner's body, we are not to do everything that they do in imitation of that and think that now we are following them. We have a different body. <laughs> the sadhaka body is different altogether. It could be a male's body, for example. That will come up that this Ragnuga Bhakti of this Kama Nuga Bhakti is is not limited to to, to persons in women's bodies uh, in this life. So we might have a male body. How will we do what the gopis do? Um will it even be possible? <laughs> um, and so to to imitate is one thing, but to follow in the footsteps is another. So they're to be followed, of course, in the Siddharupa, the internal meditative Siddharupa, and and that's a suitable form. And otherwise, the overriding and overall idea is to follow the sentiment. And that following of that sentiment may have a different application in terms of how it plays out in terms of action and what the following constitutes, given the different circumstances and the circumstance of the Sadaka day is, is related to but quite different at the same time from that of the Siddharupa from the deha. So he's done this already a couple of times in the Seva Sadaka Rupena Siddharupena Chattrahi verse he's done it and and after that he's done it as well um, in the verse describing Shabhanot Kirtanadini that the Sraga Luga Bhakti involves accepting the limbs of Vaidhi Bhakti as limbs of Raganuugavahakti hmm? with it with a different orientation, excluding some a few of those limbs only hmm? there again he took the opportunity to uh, uh, shed light on this ancient misconception again, a misconception being that following the the or in this case the gopis constitutes because it's, it's common of it good constitutes uh, and, and we're supposed to follow them in two bodies constitutes following them in both bodies in the same way. But the bodies are different, so the following is different. The following of the sentiment however, is the same. He gives an example that it's said that if one, one is a follow one is a follower of the Vedanta, if he or she takes the sutras of the Vedanta and then explains them logically and their meaning. So by explaining logically their meaning and so forth, you'll be saying something other than just repeating the verses hmm, verbatim. But one who does so is said to be a follower. hmm. So rather than a literal, he means to say, following or or imitating, I've given an example before in another sense that, well, we cannot just incorporate into this life and our practice everything that goes on in the Goloka uh, in gokul and think that we have uh, arrived so to speak for example um, the there's the superficial adherence or following of varnashram there hmm? to incorporate all the elements of varnashram here in the name of following them would would would, would not be Uh, um, be what is taught by the example of the uh, charges or that again the way they dress and so on and so forth and and, uh, uh, we want to incorporate or we want to import or imbibe the spirit the sentiment the bhava that drives it Hmm? and so there's a difference the point is between following and imitating and so the following may may appear different. We do not use the example—we don't worship the sun god, but every day at noon, uh, in the noontime leelas of the uh, of the of the um, uh, gopis and some gopas, these are the these midday pastimes are the one of the uh, contributions of Gaudi Vaishnavism. Of course, we don't find such. Uh, ideas you know the as the midday pastimes centered around Radhakun Shamakun as they are and in intimate dealings there and so forth uh, and at any rate in the context there are some friends of Krishna who Priyanarmasakas who accompany him on that um, type of Leela and of course the gopis and uh, often then the, 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 the gopis are involved uh, in, in the worship of the sun god there hmm? or they are out in the forest on the pretext of worshipping the sun god And of course it, Krishna be, takes the place of the sun god and they're worshipping him it's very charming and so forth um, but if we were to worship the sun god then what happened to Krishna's two bhagavan Swayam, which we are also incorporating into our practice and emphasizing and preaching and so on and so forth um, so so no, we don't, follow, we don't follow them in that way by imitating everything they do. Just doing everything that another person does by imitation does not necessarily constitute following them. If, for example, someone wants to follow a rock star and puts on the clothes of the rock star and gets a guitar and everything like that, but they can't sing, uh, then uh, we won't accept that he's really following. Whereas, if the person would learn to sing... And play, hmm? and in a similar genre, and so forth. Then we could say he's following. Hmm? He's he's following them hmm? just to get the posters and you know the, the the clothing and so on and so forth of of such a person. It's it's it would be a joke hmm? in a sense to think uh, he's. Following means you become like. You, 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 you're following the same course. He, uh, he's a follower. He becomes like him. So every, using the musical example, every musician is kind of a follower. They listen to other music, and then they want to follow that. They're inspired by that, so they take it up. And, of course, they develop it a little bit their own. As well in the context of that context of that and become great and so forth. But then they they make their testimony at the at the Grammy awards of how they were inspired by so and so and so and followed in the wake of their their example and and they pay the tribute to them and so forth. These are the followers, not the groupies. They're not the followers in the real and substantial sense of the term. So we want to follow the bosses like that, not like like. I like the groupies, but actually become musicians, so to speak, actually, actually enter the play, the become actors, enter the drama, enter the leader. Mm-hmm. So again, Vishwanath Chakravithaka takes another opportunity here. So it was a big controversy in times gone by. Hmm? Um, and there was, a th- I think, two or three books written by Rupa Kaviraj in fact, With he was a great scholar. In great detail, he went into his uh, thesis of what it meant to follow, and and how um, different stages of that, and so on, and so forth, following with the mind, and following with the words, and following with the body, and so on, and equating that well, or, or stating overall, as to, to simplify it, that we should follow with the sadhaka what the gopis do in their days as well as in our Siddhades. This was the misconception of ancient times that Vishnu Chakritakur apparently dealt with considerably. Again, he didn't have to take the opportunity here to again come at that. Hmm? But he has uh, in uh, two successive verses following the verse where it obviously applies, Sada Rupina Siddhupena Chatrahi, one should follow Vajalokana Saratha. Buddha people, bhavilipsana tad bhavilipsana brjalo kanusarata in two bodies. So then, Sri Rupa goes on to say, what? Some boge chelmayi tad tad bhave chelmaye echa Meti tad bhave He says that of this kamanuga there are two types. He's giving two basic types. If we turn to, of course, Ujval Nilmani, then this uh, Madhura rasa is played out in great detail, explained in great detail with examples, all different nuances of it and so forth. But here he's talking about Kama Nugabhaki and he's talking about Samartharati, hmm? this, uh, this bhava of of Braj, not the bhava of Mathura or of, of Dwaraka. And he says there's two divisions of that, sambhog and tadbhav Sambhog means union. It means to, to, that some gopis, then have the desire to, to directly satisfy Krishna by union with him. Hmm? Another section bhava, they don't the implication is they don't have the desire to have direct union with him. Hmm? Rather, they have the desire to uh, attain, follow and attain the, uh, the bhava hmm, of a group leader who would have direct union with him. They subordinate themselves to the group leader. And pursue that particular bhava. Hmm. The Sambhoka is a very uh, extraordinary. We should not misunderstand it. It's not. It's called. It's described here as um, kama Pri. You may recall that Kūbja's love was called kama Pri, but the, the words are different, used differently. Kūbja's kama prā, means almost kama. Kama means lust and it pertains to selfish desire and so forth. Kub's desire was more like that in her desire to have union with Krishna because it involved a personal desire to satisfy herself in relation to Krishna. This was her spiritual self, though. Whereas, if it was Kama, rather than Kama Prai, it would be the desire to ha- to satisfy one's material, bodily, lust, in connection with Krishna. So there's a world of difference here, and at the same time, there are it, it's a realm or worlds of difference within self selfless love. Um, I've said before that selfless love of God begins with prahlad. Hmm? He has no selfish desire. Then in the context of that. Absence of selfish desire, there will be different degrees of self-consciousness in a spiritual sense that constitutes a self-interest uh, and concern and so forth. When we come all the way to the Leela we find this is is is, is disappearing, especially in Gopi's love, hmm? who, as we've heard, they exist only for the pleasure of Krishna. They are really self-forgetful. Siddha used this term self-sacrifice and self-forgetfulness. In self-sacrifice, there's a sense of myself and I'm going to sacrifice it for, for love. But in self-forgetfulness, there's no sense of any difference between myself and uh, the object of my love. And this is what characterizes Samartharati, where the self-desire becomes one with the desire of uh, Krishna's desires for his own pleasure. Hmm? So, we have Samandasi, Samandasa, Sadharani and Samartha, Rati, within, they're all shades of romantic love, right? A, uh, Kubka, the, the, the kubja's love is on the lower end of that, it's called Sadharani. it means ordinary, so it's kind of ordinary, hmm? in, in, in a sense, or Kama Prai in that sense. Uh, the, of course, as an aside, the queen's love for Krishna in Dwarka hmm, that is um, Samangjasa, and and in this there's some self, sense of self hmm, there, um, but not to the same extent of Kubja. And uh, we've given the example, of course, of Rukmini, who was not prepared to forego the Vedic law and just run off with Krishna. Hmm? What would become of her if that happened? Was the idea. So she has a sense of self, and I will violate the laws, and this will be Gopis. They didn't. They didn't have any. What would become of them? Well, the law says you break the law. This is bad. They didn't think about it. Wasn't a concern for them. Wasn't an issue for them. Hmm? They were completely unconcerned about their self. This is the idea. So, um, as I say, that's a step up, if you will. The, the, the queen's love, nonetheless, from from Kubja. But when it, he says kama prai here, when this is this term is used in in, in, in the commentary, then um, he actually uses it in the next commentary, but um, for the, the next verse. But um, it means. Something different than in the case of kubja hmm? in the case of kubja again it's it's because it's more like ordinary selfish desire hmm? in the case of the gopis who have some it's um, they they want to satisfy the uh, desire of Krishna for union, so it's following that hmm? They 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 have no personal desire. They they want to uh, satisfy his desire in that connection. Now, in Tadbab HMI there's a difference, hmm? and uh, it is uh, devoid of, in the full sense of the term, it's devoid of that desire, hmm? and. Um, It involves attaching oneself to the group leader hmm? and um, rendering service to her and attaining um, her sentiments, her feelings, by kind of vicariously, indirectly. And and the commentators have said, this is the primary form of Kamanuga Bhakti. Hmm? And of course, this is the form of Kamanuga Bhakti followed by the... uh, by the commentators themselves Jiva Goswami and the author Rupa Goswami and Vishnu Chakvati Thakur and the main um, window of spiritual opportunity that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's descent and dispensation opens for us this is the window through which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu himself went in order to experience the love of Radha Hmm? if we want direct union with Krishna, if we want to satisfy him in that way, for example, then um, we cannot get as close to him, if you will, as we can as Radha does. No one gets closer to Krishna than Radha. Hmm? But by attaching ourselves to Radha, which is the primary idea here of Tadpahami Chumayi, then we can experience everything she experiences by attachment to her. Hmm? Uh, by tendering to her needs and so forth and uh, and even it is thought that what Radha experiences the her manjaris this is the term used of course for Tadbhavich and in later, the writings of later theologians and so forth uh, the manjaris is an example it comes up in Krishna's Kabiraj Goswami's uh, Govinda Lamrita where he describes the vine and the flowers and uh, as the vine is nourished so the, the flowers, the vine is Radha embracing Krishna hmm? as she is in, nourished, so the, fl- so the flowers are. So nourishing Radha's love, serving her, one becomes nourished. Hmm? And one becomes nourished and experiences in a way that one would not um, by direct union because no one has the more complete union in a sense than, than, than Radha with Krishna and the gopis who, the sakis, the manjaris, who, who follow her bhava, even when they are not personally present, they are present by way of meditation and it's thought that even the, the love bites of Krishna and Anuradha will show up on their bodies. Hmm? It's kind of like the in Catholicism you have the idea of the, what's it called? Stigmata. For some saints they are so absorbed in the thought of Christ that, the, that there have been apparently some instances where they, they have the wounds of Christ appear on their body something like that so they're so absorbed in meditation on Radha but they experience everything that she does this is a very thoughtful approach in the, to the full measure of um, of Bodhi Vaishnavism this is what Chaitanya Mahabha want to experience the full measure of Radha's love so we find, for example, in, in his... In his Leela described in Auntie Leela how he, 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 in Puri, he ran after the, the sand dune, thought it was Govardhan Hill, went into a trance, and when he came out he described that he was serving the... Uh, not that he was having direct union with, with Krishna, but rather serving the, uh, the gopis. So it's been taken to be indicative... Of the fact uh, that this was the course that he took, and the course that, of course, Rupa and Sanatan exemplify and teach by their example, that affords us the full measure of the experience of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Krishna's desire to taste Radha's love that that is otherwise um, not available. Hmm? Tad bhavichchhmayi. Hmm? is also referred to later in bhakti rasa sindhu as bhabulasa. Mm. When Rupa Goswami describes the different stai the dominant emotions of love for Krishna, at the very end of that chapter he brings up another point because the whole chapter is, is about how Krishna is the object of love, <coughs> the lambana <Vishayalambana coughs> excuse me, and the devotees are the ashraya and the shelter of that love. Mm. They are the love that he is the object of the love for. You need both of these things for rasa, right? You need the object of love and you need the love. So the devotees are the vessel of love and they're different vessels. There are the vessels of Sakya, Dasis, maduria, uh, uh, Madhurya, so on. <coughs> and so, after having described these different Sathayi and extensions of them to some extent, mm. um. developments of them in the final uh, verse I believe the final verse of that chapter he says and there's another thing called surit rati love of the friend and it's a very thoughtful uh, verse because the question could arise in a very thoughtful reader that love of Krishna in which Krishna is the object is what this Vrindavan Leela is all about but what is the relationship between different devotees? In other words, they all love Krishna. The parents love Krishna. The friends love Krishna. The servants love Krishna. The romantic lovers love Krishna. And this is what Bhakti Rasa is all about. The bob is the basis of Rasa. The Stahibhav gives rise to the other bobs, and the other bobs give rise to Stahibhav. They work together, like an ocean and, and rain and so forth. The ocean is there, it, it evaporates, it causes rain, it pours down on it, and above in connection with the other bhavas, turns into rasa. So, this is what the life in Leela is all about, but then how do the devotees relate? Don't they love one another? If love of God in the, in the kingdom of, of God is only about love for Krishna, how do, how do the devotees love one another? Only... A very thoughtful reader would, would come up with this, of course, and Rupa Goswami's ahead of them and, and, and thinking about that. And he says, and there's another thing too. It doesn't quite fit here, but it kind of does. And It doesn't quite fit because he's mentioned 30, 33, or he will, 33 Sanchari Bhavs. bobs, Bhavs are, are also called um, Vyabhichari Bhavs. Uh, the same idea. It means transitory. It means they come and they go. You have a dominant emotion like parental love, in the context of that there'll be other emotions that come and rise up and augmented at different times and, and they recede. Hmm? Uh, so he mentions this is a thirty-fourth staibhav in, in that he that comes to his mind separate from the other thirty-three in a sense. Because why? Because it's not something that it that um, in one sense, comes and goes. Its surat, rati means love of the friend. So there are the relationship between devotees constitutes love of the friend to one extent or another. It's a sanchari bab in that it augments one's love for Krishna. Hmm? But it's not a sanchari bab in the sense also that it that it, it's not that you love them one day and you, at, at one time and not another time. You love them all the time. Hmm? Uh, but it's a sanchari in the sense that it that it that it, it gives it augments and serves to uh, facilitate further embellish nourish the sthayi for Krishna. So, having said that, then he says, "What he says it this appears he describes it this appears because devotees love one another." It's all in the realm of rasa, of course. We can kind of take this down into the realm of uh, uh, sadhana bhakti also and see the devotees love one another and if it's genuine love, the love serves to nourish what they're pursuing, their love of God because a friend tells them, you know, I'm your friend. Don't do that. (laughs) Uh, Once Pujipat Chidhamar told us that he, he saw from the veranda of of I guess in the Calcutta Moth the Bhagavazar Moth uh, of Bhakti Siddhanta Sarasthi one Brahmachari was thinking of leaving the Moth and another Brahmachari had grabbed onto the bars on the gate like this with the two hands with the Brahmachari in front of him and said you know you're not going anywhere something like that Bhakti Siddhanta called that Brahmachari and gave him sannyas so, so a true friend something like that uh, but of course we're talking about it here in a very elevated sense in the context of the, of the leela, and so devotees generally have love a, a little less love Rupa Goswami sa- uh, says for the friend hmm Jiva Goswami says then for Krishna or sometimes they have equal f- love for the friend and equal love for Krishna this is a Sanchari we call surhitrati hmm and this, of course, the idea has been played out considerably in Ujjval Nilmani, where you have gopis who love Radha and Krishna equally, sama snehadika. You have gopis who love Radha and Krishna more than Radha, hmm? Krishna snehadika. And you have gopis who love Radha more than Krishna, Radha snehadika. And he comes to that and he says, but there's a special group. They're different. What's their position? They love that a friend more than they love Krishna. That's very extraordinary. He says, so we give it another name. We call it Babulas. Ulas. Babu Ulas. means exalted, like the exalted bhava. He's giving it a very special position, Babu And of course the prime, this could play out in different ways, as I say, in... But the primary example of this, I mean, we find, for example, that uh, this Vrindavan uh, Das has more love for Nityananda Prabhu than Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So uh, It might be a form of Babalas, you could call it. Um, so there may be different examples. But the, the really overwhelming uh, example that is highlighted is Those gopis will love Radha more than Krishna. Hmm? And Rupa Goswami says about such uh, devotees that their love for Krishna augments their love for Radha. It nourishes their love for Radha. And their love for Radha is not transitory in any way. It's constant and always increasing. A love that is constant and always increasing... And that is nourished by your love for another is much of the definition of the Stai bhav. The only problem here is that Radha is the object. Hmm? And the object of love that, that Rupa Goswami has been describing in this in the chapter of Stai Bhav, as I said earlier, is Krishna. Krishna is the object of of of, 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 of love in Bhakti Rasa. So now, now we have a situation where there's a stai bhava for Krishna on the part of the Manjari. Hmm? But the nature of it is such that it nourishes her love for Radha. Hmm? Just the opposite. And that love for Radha is not something that comes and goes, but it's, it's dominant and ever-increasing at all times. So it's... So it's, it's um, how do we understand this? We cannot make Krishna, Radha the object of love hmm? because Krishna is the object of love in, in Bhakti Rasa hmm? so Rupa Gosani calls it it's called Bhavalas, so he doesn't say much more <laughs> it's very extraordinary uh, but of course uh, you know, the later theologians have thought about it and written about it to a greater extent and in this connection the general tendency has been to to take Radha hmm, and elevate her along with Krishna as a divine couple, making them the object of of love in Tadbhabi Chimaya or Babulasrati or or Manjari Manjari hmm? You cannot dethrone Krishna. As the object of love of bhakti-rasa, can you put Radha there with him? Hmm? That may be questionable. Rupa Goswami, Jiva Goswami, Vishwanath have not—they've they've not said like that. Hmm? They've just called it Bhavulas. But others are a little more bold theologically, and um, and, and 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 said Radha and Krishna combined. This is the uh, the object of love of the Tadbhavya Chamayi primary form of Kamanuga bhakti. And their boldness has some, um, there are some ways in which we can think about it. Hmm? Tadbhavya Chamayi means to follow her bhava, but Tadbhavya Chamayi could also mean follow their bhava. Hmm? It is said in the Taitare Upanishad that Bhagwan or that Brahman is rasa, the famous rasa of that the Gaudias take, draw from, and, and make much out of as they, as they should. It, this is the Ananda Raleigh, the chapter of the Bali about Ananda in the Taitare Upanishad. And it culminates in Brahman is rasa. Mm-hmm. Uh, so rasa, as I've already said, requires two. Mm-hmm. So the object of the manjari's love is rasa. Brahman as rasa, and if we have Brahman as rasa, that m- Brahman must be two. It must be the object of love and the love. So Krishna and Radha together. Therefore, Tadmah Bhechamai means to follow their bhava, their combined love. Hmm? And Mandre Bhava, of course, Bhavala Swati, is a love of Radha and Krishna, seeking their union and so forth with, of course, as I say, some, some favoritism towards, towards Radha. Hmm? This is the real, um, um, the full idea, I want to say, that the full idea of of Kamanuga Bhakti and that which Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came to give and that which we find throughout the whole Sampradaya. If we, if we study Chaitanya Charita Marita, we find an carim carat This verse, una rasam mm. bhakti It comes to this. This is the fourth chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, and the eighth chapter of the, of, the, of the Adi-lila and the eighth chapter of Madi-lila. This is where everything is found in Chaitanya Charitamrita with regard to rasa mm? and the ideal. These are the, the most elevated chapters of Chaitanya Charitamrita. Eighth chapter of madi of course, is Ramananda-samvad. And the fourth chapter is uh, describing uh, the esoteric uh, reasons for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's uh, descent. So if you put these together, or I should say that the, there are a couple of chapters there, but um, uh, uh, in the Mongol verses of, of Krishna's Kaviraz Goswami, but uh, the, the fourth one is is most most elevated. So anyway, putting this together, then we find, really if we study closely, the Goshamis are saying, this Tadbab tad Ichamayi, this bab this is the highest ideal of Gaudi Vaishnava. So we find it throughout the Sampadaya, it's saturated with it. It's songs, it's mantras, examples of acharjas and so forth. There's some Samrandanuga Bhakti also, we'll come to that and we'll discuss that. Um, in the following section but here Rupa Goswami uh, he, he wants to say there are two different types of this Kamanuga and the primary form is so when so by saying it means that's the form that we are to follow hmm? and that's the example in the Sampradaya uh, so now you'll go on as well and talk about other nuanced ideas and it's all about what not to do and what to do. Sambhogacama is a type but he's, by saying that tadbhava is better is the primary form he's saying this is the form we should follow. This is what the brightest jewel of rasa. This is what uh, is really reaches its uh, pinnacle in. This is what we should, what we should pursue. Hmm. He says then keli yavati. Eva Sambhogetcha Mayibhavet. tad chatmika tasam bhava madhuja kamita. Sambhoga, Sambhogetcha Mayibhati is characterized by enjoying conjugally with Krishna. Tadbhabecha Mayibhati is characterized by desiring the sweet mood of love of the Kama Siddha, Kama Siddha devotees. Hmm? Excuse me. So, here Sijiva Goswami gives an example from Bhagavatam here actually it is in this commentary where he says of the two the tadbhab is more is more desirable this is this is the full face of karma nibhag And he gives an example striyat uru kendra bhoga bhujadanda vishakta jiyo bayam apithe samat samudra shongre sarojya sudha so he's locating this manjari bababula srati babachemai babak Bhakti, on the map of Shimland Bhagavatam. Hmm? The women of Braj are attached were attached to the arms of Krishna resembling the Lord of the Serpents and attained the nectar of his feet. We, Shruti's, who are speaking this verse, the Upanishads personified, also with a similar mood, for attaining similar bodies, attained his feet. From the eighty-seventh chapter of the tenth canto of the Bhagavatam. So, the significant words here, Samadrisho, hmm? they attained the same bhava. They fought. They wanted the same bhava as them. They did not want to be a group leader. They wanted the same bhava as a group leader, hmm? indirectly. And so, the Shrutis. I mentioned this before. Of course, these are the the Gopal Tapani, the Krishna Upanishad and so these kind of um, shutis, the best of the shutis, we we'll, we'll learn pr- there's a nice uh, uh, discourse on that in Brihad Bhagavatamrita, Ritav Sanatana Swami, uh when the Shutis are speaking out and different texts are speaking out in Vaikuntha about the glories of Bhakti and so forth and uh, th- these of course are held most dear to the to the Godis um, the and for good reason so the idea is these sort of these are the these are the, the the principal Upanishads. Shankara's got a different idea of what the principal Upanishads are from the Gaudiya Vaishnavas, and the principal Upanishads are those who really thought it all out and wanted to follow the, in the footsteps of the Gopis. Hmm? And so again, the idea is, if you really understand the the texts, what the what the fullest opportunity is, then. That's what they've done. So doesn't mean everybody will follow it, but it means this is the highest ideal. There are reasons why why we don't follow. We, we, we'll get into that in a little bit. We have already emphasized it again as I think as we go along here. It comes up to some extent. So he gives an example basically that, and, and it's important, you know, that he wants to cite that this is this is uh, has there's a scriptural reference to it and so forth. Of course, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was all about this, but he's all about something that exists. Hmm? That's uh, a possibility. He came to give it, means he gave it in a systematic way in the form of a Sampradaya, forming his own Sampradaya and distributed it widely. That the Upanishads eke this out or to say done the Karanya. that's uh, not the same thing Hmm? as making the gift available widely, circulating and so forth. And, and the common people are, are getting to take advantage of it. These are the Shrutis. Later he'll cite for another reason, the, the sages of Dandakaranya. They're, they're not the common folk. The special contribution of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is that he's giving it out, what's never been distributed widely before. It's, distributed means in a systematic way, taught by example and by text and so forth, that, that you can follow it. And, and again, this is what we find in Gaudi that there's a system for actually worshipping in this way that has been articulated. There is also, with regard to Samandarupa manda, in Sakurasa, there are some texts about that by devotees who have pursued that and so forth. So there's noth- if there's nothing on the ground, so to speak, to help us, to facilitate us to pursue a particular mood, how successful will we be Hmm? there may be examples of it uh, in ancient times hmm? but for the common person to actually pursue it on the ground this is what Godi Vaishnavism is giving that's what I'm talking about when I say what the windows of opportunity that Godi Vaishnavism provides are that we should go through you might decide I want to become a a, you know a a, a mother of Krishna and so forth it's possible to do that, hmm? but there's nothing on the ground to help you in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. There's no padatis and uh, uh, booklets of worship and particular mantras and songs to sing in, in, in those moods and so on and so forth, in, in that mood. Balava Sampradaya, it may have that. They, they emphasize what saw your house. Mahaprabhu blessed Balava and to have his own sampradaya and so forth he 's a contemporary and he 's mentioned in the, at the end of this text his pushti marg is is, is glorified, but the um, Gaudi sampradaya, as as I, I refer to it, gives these particular windows of opportunity those it's coming from up to down to us are the windows that we should go through so Anyway, two different types. This is, this type is most important. There's an example of it. Vishnu uh, gives the example of Sambhogakaya. Chundravali is an example of Samboga. Radha is Samboga in, 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 in as well. Um, so there, the implications also. They maybe you may be able to follow in the um, In the mood of Chandravali and become a Manjari for Vangeli, Manjari, uh of, of, of Chandravali. but there's nothing on the ground to help you to do that hmm? and we hear this sometimes devotees read and think I might be maybe I'd be a follower of Chandravali or maybe I you know would uh, or up here or that but uh, yes that's there theoretically that may be an opportunity in the broader sense of the term hmm? You could attach yourself to one group leader or another group leader and follow her bhava. But but where's the assistance? Where's the example? Who's carrying that bhava in the sampradaya and really making that window of opportunity available to us? That has to be considered. Hmm? So you have to read carefully and understand what is guru and what is guru parampara. Hmm? They teach by example, too, don't they? They don't just teach the text. They don't just come together. Here's the theory, here's the text, Uh, go for it, pick out what you want here. The main thing that the acharis do is show an example. And that's what makes it easy for us to follow. Theory is difficult to follow without example. Precept, uh, uh, as I say, example speaks louder than precept. Precept. So they actually show the way. Hmm? And so on the ground, as they say, they're giving us the, the, the practical assistance if we were to ignore that in in saying, well, hey, it says here, you know, there's different types of HMI that one could follow and uh, I read in the book there's this gopi and that gopi and this. Uh, they're also friends of Radha. I'd like to follow her. Hmm? And uh and love Radha and Krishna equally. I'll be a Priyasaka instead of a Vamanjara. Indeed, it said in Ujpa Nirmani that Priyasakas, Sakis, Priyasakis are have more love for Radha and Krishna than the Pransakis or Nityasakis who are Manjaris. Hmm? So I'll, that's a higher thing, I'll take that. Of course, they have more love for Radha and Krishna, but they don't have more love for Radha than Krishna. <laughs> this is the specialty of the of the uh, of the Pransakis and Nityasaki. mean like Rupa Goswami. Hmm? Nityasak mean like a follower of Rupa Goswami. There's Paramaprashtasakis like Lolita. Hmm? There is Priyasakis. Uh, who are like friends of Lita? Then there's the Pransakis and the Nityasakis, and then there's Sakis. So what we, what comes to us through our Guru Parampara is this opportunity for being a Nityasaki. And in that, both the Nityasakis and Pransakis, they have more love for Radha than Krishna. So yeah, it's true. Ujjvalinmani says the Pransakis have more love for Radha than Krishna. There's a gradation. But they don't have more love for Radha than Krishna. And that is very peculiar. Mm -hmm. And that affords one a very unique opportunity that uh, the uh, Priyasakis don't have to the same extent. And also Priyasakis will have direct union with Krishna. So the the full measure of Tadbhava, where there is no desire for any union, that is really the uh, manjari Bhav. Then he says, Shri Murtir Madhurim Preksha Tad Lalilam Nisham Yava Tad bhava Shranik Sino Ye Sus Teshu Sadana Tanayo Purane Shrutaye Padme Pumsam Apibhavet Yam Those who develop longing for the Bhava of the gopis after seeing the sweetness of the deity of Krishna and the gopis or after hearing about his pastimes with the gopis, are qualified for sadhana of either of of these two types of Kamanuva Bhakti. In the Padma Purana it is said that even men can attain this bhakti. So again he says, the longing for the Bhava of the gopis, he makes it a point here that from seeing the deity and hearing about the deity, in the commentary it said, seeing the deity is not enough, you have to hear about the deity. You could just hear about the deity, that would be sufficient. Or seeing and hearing, seeing is not enough. Which is a nice point and it's a basic point because really if we don't hear, we won't see. By hearing we can actually see. It means it's a srota By hearing from scripture and the guru parampara is there, then we'll know what to look for and we'll have the eyes to see. As often said, the Vaishnavas see with their ears or they see with, through through the Shastra, which can't, isn't seen but heard. It could be seen by reading, but it won't be understood either without hearing. Hmm? The explanation of the Shastra. So we're not just given a book. We're given a guru who explains the book. And the deity is also... What is the deity? What is the form of Krishna? How to worship and so forth. We have to hear all that. Hmm? So he said, just by seeing, you will not develop. It. But by seeing and hearing, or just by hearing. Hmm? Hearing is seeing. And seeing the deity based on hearing, if you don't hear, you see the deity, you won't even know how to act. You won't know to show respect, or, or, or you won't perhaps be able to differentiate between a statue and, and the of graham. Hmm? So emphasis on hearing here, people want to meditate they should hear people want to do leela Smarnam we always give me some caution or explaining what that is with the implication of that how that's not not only easy but not not only not easy but not possible necessary for necessarily for everyone who has a little eagerness for this a little desire for this it requires a cleansing of the heart and so forth but hearing you can do hear the leelas and hear them from Guru Parampara. Hear the, the, the discussions of the, of the from sadhus who will always bring down philosophical implications like we're doing right here, philosophical implications of the, of the text and of the Leelas, Leela descriptions and so forth. And he says, this is another point, that Padma Purana says that even men can attain this bhakti. What does that mean? Well, one one thing that it means and importantly is that this is not relative to your acquired some scars or your parabda karma or your acquired swabhava, your acquired nature hmm, as a materially conditioned soul, as a chatriya, as a Brahman, as a Vaishnava, as a man, as a woman. It has nothing to do with that. As I said the other day, we have three Swabhavas natures. I am an American, that's one. Hmm? I am, that's another. I am a gopi, that's another. Hmm? I am is way bigger than I am an American, way more. Somebody told me the other day that, that the jiva is a person. Krishna is a person. The jiva is a person. The jiva is a part and parcel of Krishna. Krishna is a person, so the jiva must be a person. And that means the jiva has qualities, has a form, has desires and feelings and so forth inherent in it. And... If we didn't have that, how could we express ourselves in the material world? Oh, the answer to that is very easy. It's called Ahankar. (laughs) Through Ahankar, we develop a a false personhood, a false identity as a person. Hmm? And we interact, and, and that person is less. I am an American. That person, with all of its desires and apparently desirable things compared to just I am is lesser than I am. I am is the swaroop of the jiva hmm? that can become I am an American or can become I am a gopi relative to two other shaktis of Bhagawan. Jiva Shakti is one of them. It's called Tatasta. It means it can exist on either side. It's on the border. Its border swarupa is I am. Hmm? Its identity, based on the influence of Maya Shakti, is I am an American, for example. And its identity, its personhood, under the influence of the Swarup Shakti, is I am a Gopi, etc. Hmm? I am a Gopi is way more than I am, but I am is way more than I am an American. And so he was objecting to the idea that I am. He said, that sounds like impersonalism, he said. Hmm? "I, My response is, something like Brahman, you mean. Hmm? Something like Brahman. You are Brahman. That's big. I am Brahman. I am like Brahman. I like a small sample. That's huge. The Jivatma is... Is 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 a, an is a um, emanation from the Paramatma. The Paramatma is what? What does the Paramatma do? Witness. He witnesses. Read Bhagavad Gita. What are the qualities of the jiva? He's not this. He's not that. He's not this. He's not that. Hmm? Let's talk about Brahman now. It's not this. It's not that. It's not meti neti hmm means it's nothing like material existence it's entirely different as I've often said consciousness is an experiencing reality matter is experienced hmm? how can we measure the measure what can we say about it and consciousness is the measure we are that so that's huge compared to I am an American that's like nothing that's like you've identified with matter hmm? by way of a hunkar, a false person is, is, is established. Hmm? So yes, I am means I'm like Brahman. Hmm? And I am a, an expansion of the Paramatma. Does that mean I have a sarup inside of me of a gopi? Paramatma doesn't even have that. <laughs> hmm? how the jiva is described in the Gita as a witness. What is it said about his activities? He, does thi- he, he, he thinks that he's the doer of things that are actually done by material nature. It's not that the jiva is not a kartkudra doer, he is a doer, it's an agent of action, that's true. But witnessing itself is an action. If I witness something, it will cause certain actions. (laughs) If you know I'm watching you, you'll act in a certain way, something like that. Witnessing of the jiva is is setting, uh, like the glance of Vishnu is the jiva in relation to material nature. It activates the material nature. Hmm? Now, Krishna has qualities, Krishna is a person, but why is Krishna a person? Why isn't Brahman a person? Why isn't Brahman dancing? Why isn't Brahman described as having so many qualities and Leelas? Why is Brahman not described as having a form? What is the difference between Param Brahma and Brahma? What is the difference? shakti That's the difference. That's what makes the difference. This is a beda this isn't Like he said, it sounds like impersonalism. No think again. This sounds like Advaitaveda this sounds like Bheda Bheda. What is Achinta Bheda Beda? That love of Krishna and Krishna are one and different. There's no Krishna without love of Krishna. Love of Krishna is bhakti. Bhakti is the essence of the surup-shakti. Why Krishna has so many qualities? Why Krishna has form? Because of bhakti. As I said before many times, who's the cause of the world? God. Krishna. Who's the cause of Krishna? Radha. Hmm? Bhakti. In Brahman we don't find this surup-shakti is manifest. In Paramatma, maybe little... Hmm? the more it's manifest the more animated the absolute becomes hmm? the more quality filled and so forth so how do we think that we will have qualities and personhood without surup shakti if Brahman doesn't hmm? no by the ingress of bhakti the merciful ingress of bhakti through Guru Parampara we have the opportunity to be, to, be, to have to, be, to experience I am a gopi. Hmm? There's there's no surup shakti in the jiva inherently but it can come into the jiva. Why can it come into the jiva? Because the jiva is ananda anu, in small form. It's consciousness. This is a mixing of consciousness and consciousness. That works. If we try to mix consciousness with matter, that doesn't work. We get a false identity. Hmm? The Swaroop of the jiva remains the same. I am, but it has a false swarupa. I am American. Hmm? You cannot mix consciousness with matter, can you? Mix uh, uh, the consciousness that that jiva tattvas constitute of with swarup shakti, which is chit. Also, yes. Hmm? That is a subjective mixing, and this is like the mixing of love. So. It's not some artificial imposition that I get surup shakti. Now I got a body made out of the surup shakti. I'm not that body either. Because I'm katasta shakti. No. It's like falling in love. You remain the same entity when you fall in love but you're more than what you were previously. Hmm? At least that's how it feels and that's how you act. Hmm? Same, same guy but he falls in love and he's more and we see that he's more Mm -hmm. he has other qualities and so forth and he and he feels more full and and the exit and so on and so forth so bhakti is the invite if you will through guru parampara to fall in love with krishna and uh, having done so one goes beyond i am and beyond i am american beyond beyond i am to i am a gopi Mm and the personhood of the jiva. So, my point here is that that in saying even men can attain it means that this attainment and the desire for this hmm, that will arise in the jiva that we're talking about that comes in the context of sadhu sangha and the opportunity for bhakti by associating with the rag and sampradaya, that desire for that has nothing to do with my nature, materially speaking, only as much as my nature has been informed by bhakti over lifetimes, as perceived by a siddha guru, hmm? will my nature at present be a factor in determining my 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 what would my what will be my attainment, hmm? which is a gradual and ongoing thing from the moment we meet with um, with bhakti in the world. Hmm? So some people thinking erroneously about this that Bhaktivinoda says examine your nature in accordance with your budding taste and you will know what your rasa is what what your ideal is. So they think I may examine my nature. Every jiva has a nature that's inherent in it. What's mine? No. I'm I'm a musician. It's my nature. So let's see. Which gopi plays which instrument? Which one do I like? I like that one. Hmm? Stringed instrument. I'm a guitarist. That works good. I'll be her attendant. Hmm? So, you see, this is a big problem. <laughs> hmm? Therefore, he says, even males can attain it. Hmm? It means it has nothing to do with your acquired material nature. Hmm? It's spiritual. And you have to get a citadaya for that. And you have to use your sadhaka appropriately, hmm? following example of the acharyas and so forth. And then he says what? He give, well, he gives an example. Hmm? He gives an example of males becoming gopis. Um, and that is the sages of Dandakaranya. Sages of Dandakaranya were meditating on Gopal mantra. Ram came. They saw him and they, they thought, that's similar. We're getting close. <laughs> but he has a vow to only take one wife. He's looking for Sita. Hmm? The Dandakaranya for us. He does not make himself available in this way. This is Imagine what they were experiencing to see Ram. Hmm? And Ram just went like that. He just nodded his head and went. He could understand. By nodding his head inaudibly he gave the blessing yes you will attain that and next i will come as krishna then i will accept accept others hmm? in this leela i accept only one that is sita you can't enter ram leela as a manjari of of, of sita or a sambo my HM, competitor sita has no competitors <laughs> no competitors radha has competitors because her love is more full and there are competing feelings and there need to be personifications of that to play that out fully and so forth. Hmm? But Ram gave a blessing. Hmm? I will come as Krishna. Ben. And these are the, the, the uh, these are the gopis who tamed, took birth in Braj, hmm? and they could not enter the Leela the night of the, the Krishna blew his flute. They were stopped by their parents. And, the, and that stopping which caused a separation very intense caused them to develop fully in Swarup s- Siddhi mm. so that later on a later night they could enter mm. and it's discussed in when Uddhava comes those gopis are present and it's brought out there in the, by the commentators that mm. so these were the gopis they didn't die that night as I said because if they died the they couldn't have had Rasulila if they found out some gopis tried to come and they died. They would have put a damper on the whole thing. So they died to something that <laughs> was lacking in them still in terms of their perfection hmm? that in the association of the Nityasiddhas they could acquire. Hmm? You see how specific this path is and how, how detailed it is, is the focus. Even in Swarup City, they took birth as Gopis, and still they weren't quite there yet. Hmm? So we have to have to be high-minded to pursue this. It may take some time, but it, the, the, the emphasis on how high and extraordinary is—that's supposed to help us, because you think, "Oh, I want that, nothing else." Then I'm prepared to go the distance. So anyway, he gives the example of 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 these um, sages at Dandakaranya, showing that males can also attain this. Well, an important point, as we've explained it, and then what to close this section? He says, he gives an example hmm, from. Well, no, I'm sorry. He, he, before the um, he ends the section, he says, and there's something else too. Pravamsam kuvanyo vidhi margena sevate a person who serves on the path of vaidhi bhakti with a desire for conjugal love for Krishna and a high position but without a desire for the gopis love after some time becomes a queen in Dwarka. So there's a kind of... You might have wondered about that. And there's conjugal love in the, of a sorts in, in, in Dwarka. How does that work? And he says, oh, well, that, yeah. he wants to differentiate, make sure this is a different thing. We find some of that in Ramanuja Sampradaya, in, in some of the um, alwars, some desire for rukmini bhava. Also in the Nimbarka Sampradaya, this uh, queen's bhava is... Included as it as a possibility. Hmm? The queen's bhava and the bhava of the ladies of Mathura, who saw Krishna when he came to kill Kamsa they're described in Bhagavata and gopis. All of this was, is within the Nimbarka sampradaya's ideal. Hmm? The Gaudiya sampradaya is very specific what they're talking about here. Hmm? So he differentiates. He says, what, basically he's saying what happens if you worship Krishna, with the de, you, you, you worship Bhagavan with a desire for conjugal love, but not like the love of the gopis. And as a result of that, you follow all the Vaidhi Bhakti. You don't exclude elements that were said that we should exclude, like worship of Rukmini, living in Dwaraka, mudras, nyas, these things, and so forth. If you don't exclude these things and you do strictly Vaidhi-bhakti and you don't have the particular desire to be like the Gopis but you want a conjugal relationship with Krishna, then you can attain through such Vaidhi-bhakti the love of the queens in Dwaraka. Hmm? So you don't want to get waylaid there. Vishnu in his commentary goes on to explain another possibility that Rupa Goswami hasn't mentioned. Hmm? He says there's also the possibility that one may like the love of Radha and Krishna hmm? and want to worship them, hmm? but not like the gopis. And so he says, they attain Radha and Krishna in Goloka, not Gokul. This means like Swakya. Hmm? God and Krishna married life. Hmm? There's a realm for that. We call it Golok. Within Golok is Gokur. Hmm? As we sometimes said, Brahman the material world is very small, small minded. Brahman is big minded. Vaikuntha looks smaller, but it's bigger minded, more spacious and more accommodating than Brahman because it's more affectionate. To go to Golok, it looks even smaller than Baikunta. Mm-hmm. But it's more affectionate. Within Golok is Gokul, it's really small. It's just a little village. <laughs> Tiny little village there. Mm-hmm. But it's bigger because affection is greater there. Mm-hmm. And the smallness of it makes for the intimacy that makes it bigger. Mm-hmm. Golok is big. Comparatively, hmm? this and there are examples. Uh, Vishnu Chakravita gives examples from Bhagavatam. Krishna showed Golok to inhabitants of Vrindavan when they wanted to see what was the upper, what where, what was their next life. He said it's Golok. Hmm? He showed the Golok planet. Hmm? And there is Krishna Leela with Aishwarya, Deva Lila hmm? And uh, they saw they saw Krishna being worshipped by the four Vedas and Radha's there and so forth different idea Hmm? and so it's possible to attain that Hmm? but he's saying that's not what we're interested in that's not what we're talking about here Hmm? and he makes the point and it's a salient point an important point that's of Gaudiya Vaishnavism what is that point I've made it already uh, by what I've just said but to emphasize it Golok is a partial manifestation of Gokul. So, the bigger it gets, the more Aishvarya there is, then uh, the lesser it is, is the point. Hmm? Lesser manifestation. Uh, this Goloka, of course, is sometimes the word in the Bhagavatam used to describe it, the Vaikuntha word is used, but Vishwanathra um, is, of course, pointed out, as other Acharyas have, that that Well, he made the point here that there is no Vaikuntha planet of Krishna. There's the Vaikuntha planet of Nusringa, Ramana, and so forth, but there's no Vaikuntha planet of Krishna. So this Vaikuntha refers to Goloka. Because Krishna doesn't have a Vaikuntha planet, Krishna is the source of all avatars, it's not an avatar of Vishnu who has different planets and called Vaikuntas. He has his own planet. it's called Maha Vaikuntha. Its other name is Golok. And in the center of the world of the lotus that is Golok is this Gokul. And it is very small hmm? and very hard to understand because it has no Aishwarya. Hmm? It has all Aishvarya, really, but it's not manifest there. Hmm? It's, it has more Aishvarya than anywhere, but it's not manifest for the sake of the Leela. And so the, the more Aishvarya, the more something is extraordinary and, and detectable as being divine and transcended and so forth. And this is that he's talking about is for this Gokul, and it's just as hard to understand as the divinity of Krishna in his appearance that is so human-like and so fragile so dependent upon the love of the inhabitants he, he, he's, he's somebody's son he, he, he has needs he's dependent four Vedas aren't worshipping him I mean, he, he needs he loves when mother says come and eat why haven't you eaten eat more you've eaten too much You've stolen somebody else's butter, stop it. Hmm? These are the kind of glorification. This is this is more pleasing to his ears than the Vedas personified, glorifying him in Golok, or to speak of in Vaikuntha and other forms and so forth. This is nectar to his ears, and when it says stop that don't do that. Come over here. I'll tie you up now. This is so endearing to him, but but then what kind of God is this? Hmm? Or when Varada shows her man, jealous love won't let him enter into the into the grove, uh, into the into the kunj with him. Yeah, he takes great pleasure in this. That's why it said they're not reciting the Vedas, the Upanishads in Gokul. They're illiterate. They're cow people, jungle people. They don't. They, they are not citing... Uddhava was bewildered by this. When they came to Kurukshetra, the manifestation of them that came to Kurukshetra, they came to the gate. You know, Krishna's there and they out, rode on an elephant. They, the whole of Dwarka has come to Kurukshetra for the sacrifices of Yatra. The, the coward people come to meet him. They, they're, they, they're at the gate. And the gatekeepers say, who are you people? <laughs> this is the king royal entourage of Bhagavan. Hmm? Who are you? She gonna say it should be sort of saying I'm his mother. And they're gonna say there's some impostor at the door that says that your she's your mother. And Devaki's, you know right inside here. She's got her palatial tent, you know. Also, huh? they came to the door to the gates that were, that were erected in the in the compound for the the camp out at Kurukshetra. I mean, it wasn't you know like along the bank of the Jamuna, you know. So it's it's word got back to Krishna like these village people, you know, we've heard that you know you came from there, but we, we kind of forget about that, you know. You're a royal royalty, and you're gone, and so forth. We don't really understand. So bring them in, bring them in. A separate arrangement was made, and then he separated himself from all of the the opulence and met with with Shoda met with the cowards, met with the gopis, and so forth. Hmm? So this love is difficult to understand. Hmm? Is go cool is difficult, and this is the love that corresponds with it, bhakti It's extremely spiritual, extremely selfish, selfless, extremely small, and thereby ex- extremely big, in a, in a extremely accommodating, affectionate. Krishna is totally overwhelmed by the affection cowards are challenging him to a match of wrestling and defeating him. And as I say, he likes that challenge to hear that hmm, more than than the recitation of the Vedas, the Upanishads, and so on. Hmm? So this is our Krishna and this is the way to uh, pursue him. And so then he concludes this section on Kama Nuga Bhakti by saying that by citing an example, Tatachak Mahakurme from the Kumar Purana, Agniputra Mahatmanas, Tapasa, Stritvam Apure, Bharataram Chat jonim Vasudevam, Ajambivum. Thus it is said in the Macha Purana that the saintly sons of Agni attained bodies of women by the path of Vali Bhakti, and attained as their husband not lover, not in a above, but not. The unborn powerful Vasudeva, source of the universe. So this is, a, that's another thing, saying we're not interested in that, interested in that. So he's talking about raga directly by way of what it is and what it's not. And there are other similar ideas, but not the same. Any question? It's a little long class, what's the time? we we'll stop there. Shri Upakaswami Prabhupada ki jai. Shri Shri Radha Govinda ki jai. Dhaji kijai. ki jai. Gaur Bhaktavinda ki jai. Gaur Brahimananda. <laughs>